The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed during this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please seek the advice of your mental health professional or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding your condition. So I have with me my dear friend, Sam Jules. He is an entrepreneur, creative, national recruiter, and social justice advocate. So happy to have you, Sam. Oh my goodness. I'm so happy that you agreed to be on. How are you doing, friend? I'm great. I'm great. And yourself? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Having you being a part of my day is just such a highlight. Uh, Thanks, Nicole. I appreciate that. For sure. And I wanted to also mention just a bit about how we met I want to shout out our amazing friend, Christine Lamb, for introducing us, connecting us. Um, I think this was back in like 2017, 2018. Yeah. And it's just, I want to say, I want to say it was sooner than that. Yeah. I want to say like 2016, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I'm not sure. It's been some time. It's been a long time, but also it feels like it was not that long ago. Um, And just watching you grow as just a human and just an inspiration to everybody around you. You're such a light, like, man, you are seriously just, you light up any room you walk into. I'm telling you, I always got that from you. And um, you're a business owner, uncolored. Uh, So I definitely wanted to give you the floor to talk about, you know, what you've been doing with that and any any other intro before we get going with the questions. No, that was great. Thank you. I I really do appreciate it. Um, Yeah, man, how uncolored was born. That's it's it's crazy. Like just to think about it, right? We're in 2022. I started this in 2017. Um, but prior to that, Color was originally like a um, a college project because, um, okay. as you know, I moved to Orlando for to go to school, to go back to school, um, coming from our mutual city, Port St. Lucie. So yeah. I feel like we like maybe knew each other, but never like knew each other really. Like, for real, yeah, friends. But mm-hmm. um, but me moving to Orlando, I went to school um, at UCF, and um, my last project was like a like a thesis uh, project or something like that, and um, we had to create like a business that was going to be impactful to the world. Um, yeah. And so for me, it was like, you know, I love clothes. I'm a stylish guy, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, I wanted to like create like some type of clothing line, but I didn't want to just do any type of clothing line. I wanted to, you know, have, let it have a little impact behind it, like a message, uh, like a mission statement of, of, of sorts, you know, behind it. Um, so funny enough, I remember asking Christine Lamb, like for her opinion, you know, and, and other people for their opinion, because I didn't want to be too controversial. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the times that we live in, you know, everything is like, you know, cancel culture or whatever mm-hmm. the case is. Um, so I came up with the, the name Uncolored and I had like a theme for um, the brand. I wanted to make everything black and white. So people weren't really just so fixated on um, the, the, uh, the, the color of the person. If it's like an African-American or a Caucasian or Hispanic, um, just more so the person itself um, and just learning about that specific person. Um, I want to highlight the person and just not their skin color. So Again, um, we focus a lot about on like inclusivity, inclusion. Um, you know, I try to get people in the same rooms just to have conversations um, just about their background. We all come from different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, we use the clothes to kind of like, we use the clothes as a, as a platform to ex- you know, ex- express, um, you know, these, uh, these backgrounds. So 
um you know we, we started with one shirt I think the first shirt was like see love not color and, mm-hmm. and you know that that did a lot like a lot of people like resonated with that and you know loved the message and you know from there we dropped so many different shirts and different like our articles of clothing but I, I always tell people like the clothes are just like one part of the business it's just more so like you know having those open communications those open conversations um you know because they're conversation starters people always ask like oh what does this mean and then you know you kind of just explain you know what you're what you think it means you know what it means to you I should say mm-hmm. um so yeah so that's kind of how it all started um and we're still rolling like you know we're we're five years deep I think it's five years now five years yes. deep so um and every year has been a progress you know since we started um and you know during this time I wasn't working um I think I had finished the you know I left the bank it was a super toxic environment I was working mm-hmm. at a bank at the time you know I had a lot of free time and I was in school so I was like you know what let me like try to allocate my time somewhere to where I could like be busy but also in school yeah um so that's kind of how the brand started like it kept me busy and I was also um you know still doing my schoolwork at the same time and um and it just worked out worked out perfect um but obviously you know bills come into play and then mm-hmm. you know you gotta you know take care of what you gotta take care of um, back home and uh you know and that's kind of how you actually introduced me to tech funny enough but yeah I remember we had like a conversation about that but yes um but yeah so that's kind of how it all started with the brand that's amazing. And I definitely want to get into because who's listening, you know, Sam is working full time this whole time mm-hmm. while growing uncolored and doing this. It's like, it's just such a big part of your life, witnessing that growth and you just keep going with it and in evolving with uncolored too, and all the different pieces. And like you said, I will not forget the first protest I went to, um, was with you. And I remember being with you and a guy we were, I think we were eating tacos, um, with a couple of your friends and a guy came by, I remember this. And he was just like, I love your shirt. And so when you had said, you know, it's a conversation, starter it's wanting to know about each other's you know perspectives on on this very relatable and very human um topic is just amazing so I just I applaud you my friend you are such an inspiration and of course and as you know hearing that you work full-time and um with uncolored too is just that balance and that's something that I the reason why I wanted to start this podcast is just like understanding each other's experiences and how we are able to find the balance especially you know with full-time jobs with or being a mom full-time or all different things and so um but most of all you know having our mental health a priority being number one and I know that's another thing that you and I had a lot of conversations about therapy Um, I went to therapy for the first time while I was working full-time with you. And I remember we had that discussion too. And I'm not sure if it was the first time for you. It was, it was. It was? was. Oh, that's awesome. It was because Dave, uh, Dave put me on because Dave had went through some traumatic stuff, um, Mm -hmm. had a very serious conversation with him. Um, and then it transitioned to me getting one as well. And then I think yeah. I've mentioned you. And so it's kind of like it a dom- domino effect. It is. Yeah. It really is such a game changer. So needed. So if you're ready, I'm I'm down to start the questions here. Yeah, go ahead. And uh, awesome. I wanted to know um, and let our listeners know too, you know, do you remember when you first realized that importance? Was it when you were working full time or if it was much earlier in your life? The importance much- of- much, much earlier. earlier. Much yeah. Earlier, much yeah. Earlier. Um, um, you know, when you're young, 
um yeah when you're young you don't know like um the traumatic things that your parents go through right like mm-hmm. you're just naive to it you see your friends are able to buy things and you're just like oh why don't I have that you know and again like yeah. you're just going through the motions of life right mm-hmm. um but then you get older and then you start to realize um you know, you don't have as much as your friends, you know, and, uh, you know, you start to go into the working force or the working field and um, you start to see the value of money and and like bills and everything and, you know, stuff like that. You're just like never prepared for it really. Um, So for me, like I could pinpoint like my darkest time ever. Like I was, um, you know, I was working at Publix, living with my parents, but working at Publix, um, living check to check to be Mm -hmm. honest with you, not making that much money um and I had like a nice little car and all that and I was behind on my bills and I was dating a girl at the time and everything was going great there and then um for some strange reason like everything just crashed down I remember getting pulled over didn't have insurance um you know I ended up getting like arrested you know I got dropped off um but like I didn't go to jail or anything I Mm -hmm. ended up getting dropped off to um to my parents Mm -hmm. um didn't have insurance because my dad never paid it I, I it was just like a whole story behind that but um and then me and my girlfriend having issues because we were kind of going through long distance at the time so she broke up with me and then like you know I'm like heartbroken mm. and I'm heartbroken and I'm broke like and, oh, and gosh. like so many different things um yeah. you know spiraling um my car ends up getting repoed around this time uh, you know like mm-hmm. um because obviously like you know I, I couldn't drive at the time I had to like um, work on getting my license back and you know again I'm paying for court fees which means I couldn't pay for my car and you know it was tough it was a very very dark time I don't really talk about it as much um mm-hmm. but it was a very very dark time for me um you know some thoughts I I had you know that you know I'd never want to go down you know down that path again but um but you know I had very serious conversations with my mom and like you know my closest friends and stuff like that and just seeing like the value in things um Mm -hmm. and seeing that life was way more valuable with me around not with me not being around Mm -hmm. um and I knew from that point like you know I needed to like you know um, focus on my mental health you know focus on you know the positive things in life and not just the negative you know because obviously things things are thrown at you all the time Mm -hmm. week week over week you know um um, but we have to prioritize uh, our mental health at the end of the day. Um, and so at a very, very early age, I think I was maybe like 17 at the time or mm-hmm. 18 um, at the time. Um, and I knew from that point on, like, you know, if I'm going to put myself in these positions to win, I got to like make sure mm-hmm. that my my head is straight. So, um, yeah, that was my first um, encounter when or when I knew I needed um, to get some type of help or like mm-hmm. some assistance um you know and with my mental like well I like to call it mental wealth you know because mm-hmm. I think it's it's so valuable yes um, so. definitely um it sounded like such a turning point for sure yeah your yeah. Mindset. yeah yeah I look at those moments I just knew it was such like like I said a very dark cloud was over me I'm not mm-hmm. I, I wasn't myself during that yeah. time mm-hmm. and if you know me I'm like a jokester I'm around I'm always smiling mm-hmm. like I'm like such like a joy to be around but at that time mm-hmm. You know, it was just super dark, mopey, I'm like crying and pissed and, you know, all the time. It just wasn't, it wasn't who I am as a person. So again, like I said, you know, we try to cope with things so many different ways. Um, Thank God I didn't do drugs or anything um, crazy like that, but excuse me, try to cope with so many different things. And, um, you know, for me, like, I think, I think it was just more so just having conversations, like just talking to people, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, that's what helped me. Um, And again, like, like I said, transition more into therapy afterwards, but I'm just having open communication with people um, and, and and like unbiased conversations, you know, because obviously if you talk to your mom, your dad, like they'll tell you everything you want to hear, you know, but like, but, you know, having conversations with people that will tell you straight, like Mm -hmm. those are things that you need, uh, I needed to hear um, specifically. Mm -hmm. So, 
so yeah that's that's pretty much how I did it yeah that's the same for me a lot of times where it's kind of a little harder um at least then when I was trying to really help myself hearing my mom or my sister or my friends my family anybody that is very close to me it was a little harder to believe like I was like okay I know you love me and I know it's not like they're lying you know but it's just it like you said it's so refreshing to get a different perspective that does not somebody who doesn't know you doesn't know how you grew up or anything like that it just like help you with that perspective that framework and it just it's just so important it's so valuable like you said I love that you said mental mental well that is so true so So true. true I love that so much so leading to the next question being a small business owner and what made you and I know you mentioned this about your project Yep. And I didn't know that either. I didn't know that yeah. it started off as a project, as a yeah, school yeah. project. Wow. Yeah. Yep. I, so, you know, what has, what has been getting you to just keep going to, to take that leap? And, you know, as scary as that was, I'm sure to keep going with yep. a business, yep. how has that been? And, and what's been driving you, would you say? Yeah. Cause I, I'm just super passionate about things that I believe in. Um, and I just feel like if you know me as a person, you know, like I don't look at like specific communities as like, oh, like I'm a black guy. So I only got to hang out with black people. Like, mm-hmm. yes, you know, that is important. Of course, I know where I'm from. Trust me. I know, that, you know, my people you know, are suffering and stuff like that. Like, I get that. Um, but in the same breath, like, you know, I want to hear from other communities as well, you know, and kind of come to a common ground. I feel like we all have the same goal in life, right? We all want to take care of our families. We all want to mm-hmm. create families we all want to be successful like we all have a a common goal there so um that's what keeps me going as far as like just seeing like people understand the message um Mm -hmm. when I see my friends rock my stuff and you know post on Instagram you know I always like repost it I always shout them out I always give them love like you know that's the stuff that keeps me going and like people actually understanding it and appreciating it and wearing it you know that's 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 what gets me going every day you know getting like you know text messages of like yo I love the gear or I love this I love that and like or I had a conversation with so and so about this or about that and you know and and I always highlight those those moments because they're important um so that's what gets me going uh to to be honest with you um it's super scary don't get me wrong you know I've invested a lot of money and time Mm -hmm. and energy um into this little baby um I like to call uncolored but you know to see it blossom it's been truly truly a blessing um and I'm Mm -hmm. forever grateful but um but yeah like I said that's uh those are definitely like you know my points as far as like you know what gets me like passionate about or getting up in the morning to to do it all over again you know I feel like I'm on day one still sometimes you know um it just it's like a never-ending process Mm -hmm. um but it's but it's fun I still have fun with it you know I love wearing it out I love you know talking about it um you know that's that's like the highlight of my day, honestly. Oh, that's amazing. You're definitely building a community, I feel like. Oh, and, and just like spreading that love. And it's just amazing. So amazing to see. And I'm so proud of you. I know that you recently started a collaboration with Nike. So mm-hmm. huge. How has that been? I'm sure there's a lot that went went with that. And especially balancing your life with your full-time job. And how has that been? It's been amazing. Um truly amazing uh so I, I guess I could tell the story of how it like even happened I went to uh, LA for New Year's I went to LA for New Year's and I met up with uh, one of my good friends Mike Coombs um he's been on LA for about four or five years now and um I was hanging out with him you know just catching up haven't seen him in like 10 years to be honest wow. with you. it was, it was mm-hmm. crazy 
Um, and he actually works for a sneaker store called Round Two. Um, okay. Round Two is like a pretty vintage sneaker store, and it's owned by this guy named Sean Wolderspoon. Um, so Sean um, actually did a collaboration with Nike as well. Um, a pretty dope sneaker. You got you to check it out. It's That's pretty so awesome. Cool. So Sean goes into the store and I'm like kind of starstruck because he's a huge creative as well. Entrepreneur, like, you know, he's a designer. Um, so sitting down with him, it was just like, man, like this guy's actually giving me the opportunity to like sit down with him. Like, that's crazy. Wow. Um, so I sat down with him and, um, you know, he was like, hey, like, what do you do for your nine to five? And I said, well, I do, you know, IT recruiting as my nine to five. He goes, oh, OK, like, do you have any like side hustles or anything that you do? And I said, sure, I'll show you. Um, so I showed him like our Instagram. Um, he checked it out. And the way our Instagram is laid out, it's very professional, very clean. Um, that's something I take pride in as well. because I, I try to compare it to a, a lot of different brands or movements. Um, and their pictures are kind of like all over the place, you know. But for me, everything looks very fluid. Um, if you like scroll down and all, it's like all in unison. Mm-hmm. So as a designer, he kind of looked at that and was like, man, this looks really clean. Like I like the how it's set up. I like the whole like the name behind it. I like the uh, the black and white aesthetic. Like it just looks really, really clean so I said thank you man I really appreciate that so I showed him the website and everything goes yo everything looks like legitimate and he goes, this is just you I'm like yeah I have a small team of course like you know me and my uh, photographer and you know I have a marketing company I work with and stuff like that like and he was just like man like this this, this is very impressive he goes have you ever thought about you know taking it into like you know a bigger scale um and I was like what do you mean he goes well like you know I still have some connects with at Nike maybe I could put you in touch with them whatever happens happens oh you know I can't gosh. I can't guarantee anything though because he's not with mm-hmm. Adidas he's actually trying transitioned over to adidas um okay and i was like hey man the opportunity is all all i need you know yeah. um, you know and if it goes well cool if it doesn't it doesn't you know but that's all i need is just the opportunity um so he ended up giving me a contact i reached out to them didn't hear back for several weeks um maybe even like a month and a half honestly um finally got back to me um said hey can we hop on a zoom call hop on a zoom call you know i kind of just uh, had a conversation around my business and my business model. He's like, man, I love it. I think it'll be great. You know, um, it's not too controversial because obviously they're not trying to have any issues, you know, um, on their end. Um, and I know they do a whole, a whole campaign uh, with the LGBTQ community. It's okay. called uh, the Be awesome. True, Nike Be True. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's like Nike with like a bunch of rainbow colors. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yo, like what if we did like Nike in color? That'd be kind of cool. Like you guys' mm-hmm. colors are already like black and white for the, for the most part. Um, why don't we just put like a little gray scale in there and then we will have something. He goes, yeah, man, I'd love to like work on something with you. Maybe we could do some type of collaboration with some gear or something. I was like, well, like, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge sneaker guy. Everybody knows I'm a huge sneaker guy. It's like, what, what if we did like some, some kicks? He goes, yeah, obviously we can't give you like your own shoe or anything, but like we could like, you know, put your, put the logo on something on a shoe, make it exclusive, obviously give out proceeds to a, a good cause. Yes, um, awesome. You know, I, I didn't make anything from this. I, I made like, you know, a, 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 like, you know, a little something, but nothing mm-hmm. too crazy. Um, obviously is this more so the exposure. Yeah. So you know, they gifted me, um, you know, a sample pair. That's the pair that I wore. Um, and then from there, they gave me like, I think around like 55 pairs after that. Uh, and then they said, hey, like, you know, you can sell it on your own. Um, and we sold out. We sold out within like 48 hours. Yeah. Oh my so, gosh, that's amazing. Yeah. So, um, you know, I just have like a couple like big sizes that I'm probably going to send back because no one wears like a size 15. But, wow. but aside <laughs> from that, like um, all like their general like size, some general sizes like mm-hmm. everyone bought. So um yeah again truly amazing um it's been a great experience so far they're really uh, dope to work with and 
Um, yeah, it was, it was just a great experience. It definitely is uncolored. Like that yeah. is the shoe for uncolored. Oh yeah, my gosh. Yeah. I just, I actually designed a sneaker uh, myself. That's yeah, awesome. those those are concepts that I sent over to them. Mm-hmm. Um, we tweaked it a little bit. There was like some other, um, you know, uh, samples, you know, mm-hmm. that I had I sent over. Um, and that was the final product and it just came out perfect. So um, yeah, super uh, dope. That is so, so freaking dope, man. Can anybody buy any more of the shoes? Or... Um, I, th- I think that's what we're working on now. Okay. Um, you know, like I, they gave me the shoes and we put it on my site. Um, okay. you know, I, I wanted to have it on Nike. That would have been pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had it on my site, you know, with like just a limited amount of pairs. Um, so again, like it was a pretty good turnout. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, we'll definitely see. Um, I don't have like a storefront or anything. So mm-hmm. I, I feel like they, they were kind of like aiming towards that to where like if I had a storefront, then it would be easier. Okay. Um, but since I don't have a storefront, like I just had like a storage unit of where I was like storing the sneakers. Um, but yeah, that's like in the works of like, hopefully you see yes. we could re-release or drop it again, or maybe yes. do another, another design or whatever, mm-hmm. maybe even like some gear this time. So we'll see. Um, we're, we're definitely having those conversations, but, um, but it's, like I said, it's been a really, really cool experience um, so far. It's definitely, it will lead to more and more projects, more collaboration for sure. I just know it. Holy shit, man. Like just so much going on, so much that you're doing. And I always ask myself when I see like your, your social media accounts and all that, I'm like, how does he do this? Like how, you know, does he stay so organized and, you know, on point with everything? And I know, and you have said this early when we were talking earlier that, yeah. you know, a lot of people tell you, you make it look easy. Yeah. Like, yeah. and, you know, for damn sure, it's not. It's not. Nah, it's not. No, it it's really not. isn't. And so, um, and that, of course, comes with like, because you're doing so many different things. But I wanted to also, before going back into, you know, how you now currently stay balanced, yep. but going back to again, like when you were starting Uncolored and, yep. and those fears of starting a business. Yep. And so, you know, how has that been with, you know, what fears exactly did you face when starting your business? What helped you get to that mindset of like, I'm doing this no matter the outcome? Um, Because for me, it was like the fear of unknown. You just don't know. You don't know where it's going to go, right? You're dumping money into this uh, Mm -hmm. money that you don't have. Keep in mind, you know, I wasn't um, successful at the time, wasn't, you know, making a a ton of money, wasn't working, you know, to to be honest with you. So dumping my savings into this, uh, into this beast and, you know, not seeing that much fruit fruit of my labor at the time, you know, Mm -hmm. like I was, uh, I I thought it was like a money pit at one point. I was like, oh, okay, well, cool. There goes another couple, (laughs) couple hundred bucks, you know? And the rent's doing a couple of days, you yes. know. So, um, so yeah, th- those are definitely those. That was one of the fears. Um, second was just like you know people maybe not understanding the message, right? People mm-hmm. may sing, may may think it as like me singling out, um, uh, uh, me not focusing on social issues that we're, that, we're, that we're facing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, especially in the African uh, American community, right? That was mm-hmm. one thing that they made they may think as 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 far as like um me having like a coon mindset right oh like you're just you know not sticking up for black people you want like all lives matter and stuff like Mm -hmm. that like never never said that right Mm -hmm. um so that was kind of like a a fear of mine as well 
Um, and you know, that that's, that's not what it was at all. So I had to do better at like marketing myself to explain to people that this is, this is, this, that's not the message. That wasn't the message. Um, it's never going to be the message, you know, for me, it's just more so creating that inclusivity, creating that inclusion mm-hmm. and that togetherness that we all need, you know, we definitely need that. So, um, so yeah, so th- those are a couple of the fears that I faced, you know, mm-hmm. financially was definitely one of them. Um, socially was another one. Mm-hmm. Um, me feeling burnt out was another one. Like, you know, I felt like, what if I'm doing all of this, um, for no, to no avail, you know, I'm, I'm just putting all this energy into something, um, and you know, nothing, nothing comes out of it, mm-hmm. you know, I, and I'm just stagnant, just stagnant, like just dropping yeah. shirts and dropping this and dropping that. And, you know, not seeing people um, resonate with it. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, like how, when do you know enough is enough, you know? So yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Yeah. So that was uh, definitely one of the, one of the realizing um, moments I had to face as well. But mm-hmm. um, again, like I said, everything happened the way it's supposed to happen. Um, mm-hmm. You know, being in year five now, um, it's truly been an honor again, like, you know, to see it grow every year um, over time. It's, it's been amazing. So, yes. so yeah. So amazing, man. And I do remember we, we had that talk when I first met you. Yep. Um, I remember I was just like, I love his message. Like, cause you had explained it to me in a yeah. text and then we met yep. and I was like, but I do want to tell him because I'm in, in a, I'm in an interracial relationship. And yeah. so yeah. color is something that I love to see. And it's, yep. you know, and just, I love that you are really trying to stay true to what you, you know, yourself, your message is no matter what anybody else thinks or their perspective is, you know, you, and you know what you are really striving for. And whether somebody understands that or not, like, I think there comes a point and this is so relatable topic to all different things. I think people in all different ways where, you know, do what you're doing. And if it's something that, you know, is true to yourself and you know, that you are, your goal is to impact others. Like, yeah, Yeah, um, bigger, bigger picture mentality. That's one thing I've I've taken I've, I've, I read a lot of books and that's one thing that I've definitely honed in on my mindset moving forward is just having a bigger picture mentality like your mm-hmm. end goal you know having an end goal um and obviously there's hurdles that you're going to face um but mm-hmm. you know letting people know your end goal at all times super yeah. important you know super important so true yeah I agree and I definitely wanted to get into knowing you know what has helped you finally asking this question what yeah, has helped yeah. you yep the most you would say finding yep. that balance especially working full-time and running your own business how yeah please how are you yeah doing? how do I do it how do I do it um <laughs> work-life balance is super important to me as you know um working at tech it's extremely difficult right um it takes a lot of that out of you um one thing I'll never forget I had a conversation with um a facilitator at tech and I asked him I said hey when do you know when to turn it off like when do you yes. know when to like shut your laptop for the day right because obviously I'm in I'm in a different time zone now and a lot mm-hmm. of uh, the business on the east coast stuff like that so like when do you know when to like shut it down and he gave me a very simple answer uh to a very simple question um and the answer was it can wait and I was like, what do you mean? He goes, it can wait till the, the morning time. I have to do it right there and then because obviously in the industry that we're that, we're, that we were in, mm-hmm. um, it's so fast paced, right? You want to be first mm-hmm. to the punch. So, and that was my thing. I'm like, damn, I want to like beat everybody. I want to beat everybody. Yes. But at the end of the day, like it can wait. 
wait. Like, you know, for the right person, any client is going to like wait on that person, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's something I had to learn. And I just, I just, I just stuck with me, you know? So when I'm off at five o'clock, I take off my recruiter mask, um, pun intended, but I took <laughs> off my recruiter mask and, um, you know, and I put on like, you know, my Sam Jules mask, you know, like, you know, just me as an individual, um, where I try to be a good son, a good brother, you know, a good friend to someone, I, I don't have to be that recruiter all day long, you know? So um, again, like I said, work-life balance is like top priority for me. Um, so, because I want to go home and do other things and just work, you know, like I, I'm not taking work with me. I, I leave my laptop at, 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 in the office, you know, to mm-hmm. be honest with you, you know? Um, and then as far as the brand, like I try to like dedicate um, at least an hour to it every day. And okay. I give it just an hour, you know, I don't, push it past that. I, I don't care if I have a hundred orders, I'm going to mm-hmm. give it an hour, you know, and I try to cram as much as possible in that hour. I won't lie to you and say, and say it's like, you know, a casual hour, you know, <laughs> but I try to cram for that hour. And then once I'm done with that, like I said, it can wait, you know, the rest of it can wait. People mm-hmm. have to wait on their orders um, and they have to respect that. So that's, that's my thing. Just time management um, is super, you know, vital to me and my everyday life. Um, so again, I work my nine to five and that's what it is. My nine, to five you know yeah. five five oh one laptop is shut down and mm-hmm. then I, I go enjoy the rest of my life you know so um I don't let it be my life um so yeah go home relax maybe go to the gym who knows FaceTime a couple of friends I know I got to talk to my mom or she'll go crazy if I don't yeah. so talk to her for a little bit um uh, and then I just enjoy the rest of my my night you know and then we do it all get all over again um the next day um and in the weekends obviously having a little bit more flexibility I can um allocate some more time there but I don't let it consume me. That's my thing. I don't mm-hmm. let anything consume all my energy. That's, mm-hmm. um, and that's how I do it. You know, that's how I do it. I, I, I told myself, you know, regardless of what it is, like it can wait. So, yes, so yeah, so that, that's, that's how I do it. <laughs> that's oh the secret God. sauce right there. <laughs> that's the secret sauce. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. Especially in a, you know, recruiting, if anybody, you know, who's listening is a recruiter or has done it before or wants to get into it, like, that's something that I have done before with Sam and yeah. it is something that is in a competitive environment, you know, yeah. and you can't help but feel like, okay, maybe I can just make another call. It's yeah. 501 now, but maybe I could just make another call yeah. or two more calls or whatever many. And for me, it was like, I would come home and I would think about work. I'm watching mm-hmm. TV and, but really like, I'm not really paying attention to TV. I'm looking at it, but yeah. I'm thinking about what I need to do, who I need to call, yeah. you know, how I can get this or so pieces to get this uh, candidate through for an yeah. interview, yeah. things like that. And so I think that's, something to remind yourself is so true what you said like it can wait like I know you're thinking about this right now but it can wait for tomorrow morning when I'm back in the office definitely definitely yeah and I think it's just setting those reminders too like just keep telling yourself hey it's it's okay just take that break because we need it you definitely need it I'm I'm present in the moment um but then again like once I'm turned off from that moment like I'm onto something different like I can't go back I'm so and so relatable to many people no matter the field you're in like just let it you know do what you want to do for yourself with your family have those moments with your loved one because you know your family is there your friends are there your loved ones are there be with them you know fully with them so it's definitely something that I think um 
is, is harder said than done for me and, and maybe a lot of people too. So I'm, I'm sure, you know, even with saying that takes practice and again, reminding yeah. yourself and all of that, <laughs> but just keep doing that. Yeah. Separate that because yep. it, it's so needed. And, um, going into the next question, you know, what have you learned, realized about yourself yeah. the most during this time of creating your business and even yep. anything recent as you grow your business, you know, what have yep. you discovered with yourself that, you know, all different things, what has that been like? Yeah, I've, I've definitely disco- discovered, uh, prioritizing things, mm-hmm. um, seeing what's actually like important and what's not important. Um, I wish people could sit in like my, my chair for a day, just one day, you know, for 24 hours and kind of just see like how many text messages I get from like either consultants or friends or family members, um, just asking for something, you know, Mm -hmm. always asking for something, um, from consultants asking for raises to, you know, friends like, Hey, can you do this? Or my mom, can you do that? Or, you know, people asking for money or updates or whatever the case is. Um, Mm -hmm. there's always a need from somebody you know but for me I like to prioritize what's really important to me and what's not important to me um and you know over time I had to I had to get better at that because I was like a yes man for everything you know people would ask me and I'm like yeah I got you bro I got you I got you You know Mm -hmm. um but then I just learned the power of no like hey can't do Mm -hmm. it you know hey like sorry you know I apologize can't do it you know um like when you ask me to do this I'm like oh of course I'd, I'd love to I love like I love Nicole of course I do that you know Aww. but and I'm a bunch of different people have asked me to do different interviews and different things and of, of that nature and I've told them no like I'm good like you know if it doesn't a if it doesn't mean anything to me I, I won't do it I don't do things just to do it you know yeah. that's, that's that's my thing as well um so yeah uh again just the power of no um, I've definitely learned that during this process, uh, the power of, uh, you know, prioritizing things that are valuable to n- n- not valuable. Uh, that's something I've definitely learned as well. Mm-hmm. Um, being organized, that's something I've definitely learned uh, as well through this process. Um, and I feel like I've, I've become a way more organized person. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when I was younger, I just kind of just wing it. And just hopefully it all worked out. But but now as, as I got older, you know, I've, I've taught, I started to, you know, like we did like calendar invites. I feel like yeah. tech, tech, tech got me into that. But mm-hmm. it's more so putting things into a calendar mm-hmm. um, and just planning out my day for the most part, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I've definitely learned that about myself over time, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like a system put in play, routine, oh, all of that. Uh, I've also learned about that for myself too. I wanted to say too, before getting into the rapid fire questions that working with you um, uh, at tech systems and also seeing you outside of tech systems, outside of just work in general. um, I've always noticed that you've always stayed true to yourself. I know you said the Sam Jules mask, you know, taking that, but you, when you talk to your consultants, you relate to them so much with your, your love for basketball, you know, your jokes and you do, you're so well, you're so good at making the other person feel good about themselves. For sure. And that's so genuine too. So I've always gotten that from you. And it's just, it just goes so uh, such a long way for all different things. But 
I'm telling you, you're always Sam Jules. You're always, 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 always you know, I don't know a lot of things, but I do know how to be Sam Jules. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's definitely, like, I'm just, I just try to be true to myself at all yeah, times. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Always. And I remember in the office too, you would come by, you would come by my desk and see how yeah. I'm doing. Like yeah. you went by so many people's desks to just make them feel like, Hey, like yeah. I'm thinking about you and, yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, seeing how they're doing. And it's just, it goes so it's such a long way man yeah. like that is just so, i always so say tomorrow's not promised man you gotta let people know you love them today you know yeah. so i always used to go by your desk and say what's up to you see how you're doing and stuff like that yeah. just because i care about you but but yeah man like and that's that hasn't changed i still do that to, yes. to this day you know if i got like a couple of minutes of my of, of time in, in the day like it takes two seconds to say what's up to somebody yeah. you know you know what i mean so um and you know it's not it's free like i'm not paid yeah, yeah i'm not paying for it you know i can exactly. just go stop checking on and tap in with you and mm-hmm. see how you're feeling and then boom and again I, I know like you said it goes a long way you never know what that person's going through you know mm-hmm. maybe just to be heard for that couple of seconds like could have changed their whole trajectory of their day you know mm-hmm. so um so and that that's like with me um you know like I guess working at Publix that's how it was like you know you have to interact with your customers you know mm-hmm. well that little walk from the store to um, their car you, you're learning so much about mm-hmm. that person um, and when you're doing it so often you know you start to get in the habit of seeing how people are doing you know so um, and I just stuck with me you know for the long run I'm like oh yeah. man I, I, I make people feel good and I, I love that people make me feel good too like you know just yeah. hearing from them as well so so yeah you're just an amazing human being, Sam. Mm-hmm. I just Thanks, appreciate Nicole. you so much. Thank you. And of course. And so, all right. So I'll get into the rapid fire questions. Yep. These are just easy, um, quick answers. And so first one is, what is your favorite stress slash anxiety reliever? Something that is a must in your daily routine? Um, I'm going to say working out for sure. Um, that's definitely something I like to like alleviate all the stress through working out. Um, sometimes I, I like meditate a little bit. Um, I don't do it too much. I, I, I just started getting into it more, um, just meditation. Um, and like I had mentioned earlier, just more so like, uh, just having open communication with friends. Like for me, like, I just like talking to someone, like, you know, if I could just get it all out, like if I have to quote unquote vent, you know, at times I'll, I'll do it. Um, but yeah, definitely working out. That's for sure. Cause I, you know, again, I want to like look good. I feel like if I like feel good and, you know, um, and then, uh, you know, like I said, the whole meditation thing, I, I started to kind of tap into my inner self a little bit more, you know, okay. give it, give, give me like 10 minutes of just like complete silence and mm-hmm. kind of just let my, my thoughts roam and um, stuff like that. So um, beginning to that. So those are probably the top three for sure. Ooh, those are such great ones. And the next one, what is your favorite quote that has stuck with you on your mental health journey? Yeah. Yep. So it's actually a quote from J. Cole. Um and it's, it resonates with me so much, um, but pretty much it says, um, keep grinding. Your life can change in one year. And even when it's dark out, the sun is shining somewhere. So, um, yeah, like, and, and, and for me, like every year, I just felt like my life is elevated um, in, in one way or another, you know, mm-hmm. if it's like my personal life to my professional life. Um, like every year I could just see the, pro- uh, the progression. Um, when I lived in Orlando, I just remember going there. I always tell people like I'm from Orlando, even though I'm from Port St. Lucie, but like mm-hmm. I'm from Orlando because when I went there, I went there as a boy and I came out as a man, mm-hmm. you know, I was 22, yeah. super young, super dumb, naive. Um, but while I was there, like, I was like, 
every year I, I could see myself progress just a little bit more, um, you know, as a person. And maybe that comes with age. Maybe, maybe it does. But um, I just know I was getting like wiser year over year and becoming more of a, a responsible adult, you know, mm-hmm. um, caring less about um, certain things, you know, the year prior um, and things that actually mattered to me. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely say that. And then, like, you know, the, the second part of the quote where it says, like, um, even when it's, you know, dark out, you know, the sun is shining somewhere. Like, like I said, I had that dark cloud over my life um, at one point. But, you know, looking yonder, there's, there's that light that you're always trying to chase after, you know, mm-hmm. and, you're, and you're trying to be as well. So yeah. that's just me, man. I always see like the the light in people um, and I try to like, you know, bring it out of them. Um, so, uh, yeah, that quote is super impactful to me. I, I probably read it at least like once a week. <laughs> um, honestly, this is that song once a week by J. Cole. Um, and it just uh, always stuck with me. Amazing quote. All right. So who has been your biggest influence when it comes to well-being? Mm. Um, I'd give love to my therapist for sure. Um, shout out to her. Um, she we've been rocking for the last man, it's been like four years now. Oh yeah. my god, the yeah. same therapist. Same one, yeah, yeah. We wow. do it virtually now. We do it virtually now. That's amazing. Um, Miss Yang, yeah, she's dope. Um, yeah, man, she stuck with me. Like she's someone who like I could tell a lot of things to. Um, and not once has she's ever repeated them, and not once has she's ever judged me based off mm-hmm. of what I've told her, has only given me positive feedback. Um, you know, very uh she's very critical, which I can appreciate. Um, very analytical too which I'm the same way so we always like kind of like bounce ideas um but yeah so I definitely give her some love um I would say like my closest friends as well like my close circle of friends I give them um, some love as well they keep me sane and afloat Um, just talking about random things in life you know like uh like I said with sports and you know family and God and whatever the case is like you know we could talk Mm -hmm. about so many different things and um you know I I need that you know I sometimes I just don't want to talk about uncolored all day or Mm -hmm. talk about tech all day you know sometimes Mm -hmm. you got to switch it up a little bit so um they definitely do keep me sane um I definitely see my family as well um you know me living out here in uh, Arizona all my family's on the east coast you know we're three hours behind I'm by I'm here by myself I don't have any family mm-hmm. out here I can't just drive two hours you know like when I was in Orlando exactly. to, mm-hmm. or St. Lucie you know and I could go whenever you know I was home more than I was living in Orlando sometimes oh, yeah but um but yeah like I can't just like you know drive 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 there so you know I talk to them quite often I talk, like I said I talk to my mom every day I talk to my sisters I think we've grown like a pretty uh, close bond over over uh, the years with me being mm-hmm. away mm-hmm. um just missing each other you know um because yeah. obviously if family's family's all you have at the end of the day so uh, my dad I talk to my dad all the time too we text all the time um so yeah so just this is my intermediate family um they keep me sane as well um they keep me grounded for the most part always mm-hmm. holding me accountable that's that's mm-hmm. one thing um letting me know like my what's my goal my purpose you know out here I didn't just come out here just to come out here you know mm-hmm. came out here to spread the message on the west coast um, along with the east coast and um, obviously to work as well, but like, you know, just to like meet new people, um, and have new walks of life, um, yeah. you know, out here. So, so yeah, they, they definitely, uh, those three for sure. So, that yeah. is amazing to hear. And, um, going further to the rapid fire questions, Yep. the next one, what is your favorite productivity hack? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I, I think I'm going to say either making lists and uh, like, you know, like writing things down and like listing them or um, setting goals. I think like, especially like working at tech, like they always talk about yes. 
goals. Yeah. But it's true though. It, it is true. Like if you have like um attainable goals, like realistic goals, because mm-hmm. sometimes you know at tech they were like unrealistic, but re- realistic goals in the in the real world, um, I think are super important. That's something that I, I like to do. Like I like to write down, okay, like Sam, like we got this, this, and this. Like, how am I gonna get there? You know, mm-hmm. what am I gonna do in order to get there? If I don't get it this way, I gotta take take another way to get there, you know? So um like a goal of mine, I guess I'll share with you is to get like a professional athlete to wear one of my pieces. Mm. This year. That's like something that I'm like pushing to do. Right. Yes. Um, it will out. happen. It will happen. It will happen. It will happen. Mm-hmm. Positive affirmation for sure. But um, I've been like, you know, putting it across, you know, different people and then reaching out to different people, DMing them, writing, you know, um, letters and emails and whatever the case is to make it happen. Um, and it's going to happen, you know, but, but again, those are just goals. That I think, are realistic, you know, definitely attainable. I mean, and it could definitely happen. But um, uh, another one was, uh, you know, like selling a certain amount or like, you know, or public speaking is another goal of mine. I want to, I want to have like a, actually sit in front of a crowd and talk uh, about mm. kind of how we're doing here. This is actually like, part of that you know mm-hmm. there's like baby steps for me um because it's yes. so rare that i'm actually like in front of the camera i'm always mm-hmm. behind you the are, camera yeah yeah always like, behind the scenes yeah. always behind the scenes directing and like mm-hmm. showing people and stuff but like you know this is like actually brand new to me and, um you know and when i had posted my uh, most recent video on instagram of me like talking about the sneakers like I, it was yeah. so nerve-wracking oh I was, my gosh when i saw stunning. that i was just like i have not seen sam like this before never. exactly what you said yeah never like, it was so well done and you did thank such you. a great job. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, yeah. So like I said, these are just baby steps and different goals that I've set for myself. Um, you know, again, kind of just blocking out the noise, you know, mm-hmm. blocking out like, you know, the, the, the doubt in my head, you know, it's like, Sam, oh, you can't do it. You can't do it. You got to talk like this Got to talk. And I'm like, no, like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to do it, you know? So do it like um, your way, yeah. I'm going to do it my way. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So again, these are all baby steps, you know, doing, doing this uh, interview baby step for me, do, mm-hmm. I'm doing the the video that I re- uh, recently posted another baby step for me um but another goal of mine is to like you know to speak in front of a bunch of people and it's yeah. uh and have conversations again like I had mentioned and uh just talk about my my journey uh mm-hmm. talk about my business you know my my future goals that I have as well and, mm-hmm. and yeah so we're working on it we're definitely working on it yes you are you such like I mentioned an inspiration there's a lot of people that you know look up to you and are like, wow, I want to have my own business too. Like, how can yeah. I do this? He's doing this. So um, final question, you know, any, any advice to those who might be going through similar experiences as you and, or someone who wants to start their own business? Yeah. Um, I always tell people, man, like do it for the right reasons. That's one thing. Don't just do it just to do it. People think mm-hmm. it's like, uh, like, yo, man, he's getting money. Like I got to do this. Cause he's getting money. Like, like I'll tell people my first two to three years was not making money. Like was not making any type of money. I was throwing it in. Like I was working at tech and you know, yeah. we weren't making that much money either. So mm-hmm. like, um, so do, I was, but for me, I just kept going cause I was doing it for the right reasons. It was past money. Like money wasn't like the deciding factor for me. Yeah. It wasn't my motivational factor. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're going to start a brand or a business or whatever the case is, like, um, a, like uh, it needs to have a message B it needs to be impactful to others and, and yourself as well. You just be passionate about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you're going to be put on the spot a lot, you mm-hmm. know, about, you know, why, why this, why should I, why, you know, like what's the purpose of it, you know? So, um, and I could talk about it for days, you know, for me. Um, and then, um, and yeah, so that's, that's pretty much like, you know, the advice I would give people, um, is just like, Hey, just be true to yourself, 
you know, be true to others. Um, yeah. Or like listen, you know, like the, I, people are so uh, against listening. They just want to talk all damn day, you know, but for me, like I'm always listening. I'm always like, you know, hearing people's sides um, and then going from there, giving my peace. And then we kind of just meet in the middle. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, just have active listening, asking the right questions. Don't be afraid to reach out to other people. Mm-hmm. Um you know, put pride to, to the side, you know, mm-hmm. that's another thing, you know, um, what's another one I would say, just be open-minded as well. I think be, being open-minded is another thing. Um, mm-hmm. Another piece of advice I'd give to people, but yeah, again, like I you know to all sum it up, like, you know, just do it for the right reasons. Don't mm-hmm. just do it just to make money because you'll be miserable chasing mm-hmm. after that. Such phenomenal advice, Sam, beautifully said. Oh my goodness. And uh, I know this calls for another question, but for yeah, the no very end of this, no where worries, no worries. <laughs> where can, you know, our listeners find you and your business as well? Yeah, for sure. Uh, my personal is a champagne poppy, no relation to a Drake champagne poppy, but um, that's my personal. Um, uh, there's two M's in Sam. And then for my business, it's Shop Uncolored, S-H-O-P-U-N-C-L-R-D. Um, we actually rebranded. Like I went from the full word uncolored, U-N-C-O-L-O-R-E-D to um, taking off the vowels um, and just putting U-N-C-L-R-D. Um, I, I think it kind of gives it more of like a cleaner look. It's shorter, mm-hmm. uh, more simpler. I like that. So. Yeah, so um, uh, it's uh, at Shop and Colored. Uh, you can go on the website. Um, we couldn't change the domain, unfortunately. Um, so it's um, www.shoponcolored.com. Um, and yeah, that's uh, I think that's pretty much our. We only use Instagram. We're on Facebook too, but I'm um, trying to get like a bigger audience on Facebook. Um, we're gonna start like uh, TikTok, but like it won't be me doing like crazy dance or anything. It's gonna <laughs> just be more so like our us posting our content on, on TikTok. Oh, wonderful um but yeah so that that's how you can find us oh, perfect great well it's just been such an honor to have you and to hear your story to hear things I've never I've never known before and yeah. it's keeping you man you were endlessly effortlessly being it's an incredible person all around thanks Nicole um, I appreciate it I really of appreciate course. It. this was yeah. fun and before I got I did want to give you your flowers this is dope what you're doing uh-huh. Thank you. This is awesome. Um, so when you told when you reached out, I was like, oh yeah, for sure. There's no no way um, I could say no to this. Follow at the Working Wellbeing on Instagram and Facebook, as well as subscribe to Hear It First on Spotify and Apple Podcasts.